Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Sometimes on an unconscious or a subconscious level, athletes actually like being in slumps. I know that sounds really crazy, like who would like that? But where that stems from is a place of comfort and a place of safety, right? Because when we are in that place where we're not playing well and things aren't really going that well, we're sometimes comfortable, right? It's just those old limiting beliefs. Like, you know, it's not great, but I know what to expect and people don't expect much out of me. So that might be something to uncover. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne. And one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Hello, everybody. So today we are talking about something that is super, super common among athletes, playing slumps. So any kind of dip in performance, Anytime we're an athlete for an extended period of time is experiencing some, you know, some dip in her play, inconsistencies in performance, we usually call that a playing slump. I categorize playing slumps as longer than about three weeks, either inconsistent play or an athlete feeling unmotivated or feeling like she is not, not only not progressing, but maybe declining a little bit, right? That's kind of what I consider a playing slump of three three weeks or longer. And so if your athlete has is experiencing this, know that you're not alone, all right? And if your athlete maybe hasn't experienced it yet, do know that the longer that she plays, the more likely she is going to encounter a playing slump in her career, all right? So we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about what causes playing slumps, some strategies to get out of them. And those first two strategies that we'll talk about in a second have to do with mindset shifts. And then the last strategy and kind of a bonus strategy are more tangible ways that you can help your athlete get out. I will give you specific things that athletes can be working on. So what causes playing slumps? A variety of things. All right. First one is just the longer that you play, the more opportunities you're going to have 
to encounter challenges and difficulties and, you know, dips in play. That's, that's a normal part of being an athlete. So one of them is just, you know, if you check the box that you're an athlete, you're also checking the box that you're going to experience playing slump at some time in your career. It's almost unavoidable in those situations. Other, other reasons why athletes kind of go into these, a big one is expectations. So expectations that um, either they put on themselves internally and maybe they're holding themselves to a standard that's unattainable or, you know, maybe they have um, aspirations of playing in college and then they start playing poorly and then they, they get into this cycle of thinking that they're not going to get out of it and it just makes it worse. So the expectations they place on themselves were expectations from, you know, either perceived or real from parents, coaches, you know, other teammates, anything like that. So any sort of expectation kind of weighs on that athlete a little bit more than if they're just going out and playing free, having fun and just focusing on having a good time, right? So it's expectations when they get a little bit out of control. Another reason for a playing slump would be a lack of confidence. It could be just an underlying lack of confidence that's manifesting itself into a playing slump on the court or on the field. Or it could be a specific game or event that happened. And, you know, maybe the athlete's thinking, okay, I had a bad game. And and then that turns into another bad game and another bad game. And then it gets into this loop of not being able to get out of it. Right? So it's like one event or bad game that throws them into his tailspin. Maybe they were playing well before. And then they get into feeling like they can't get back. Right? The other reason, you know, and I don't want you to confuse or I want athletes to confuse playing slumps with learning new skills because in your career, you're going to be learning new skills. You're going to be leveling up every new team that you make, every new skill that you learn, everything that you try is going to result in learning a new skill. And we know that when we learn new skills, we try new things, we're going to get worse at first. All right. And that's going to come out on the court. You don't want athletes to be confused with, I'm not playing well and I don't know if I can ever play well again, with I'm learning a new skill or I'm leveling up my play and right now I'm working through it, okay? Now, shifting to what happens when your athlete is in one. First is a mindset shift. And it's a realization that progress is not linear, right? So that's first of all, I'll say it again. First mindset shift is realizing that progress is not linear, Sometimes we expect when we're learning something or we expect our athletic career to look like a ladder. So you're constantly just one step at a time. You know, you're just getting better, getting better, getting better. All right. And we just expect that we should just go up the next rung every single time. So if that's your thought about how that progress should be, it should be linear. I want you to shift your mind a little bit. If you've ever played on one of those domes, you know, the, the domes that are connected, it's like a jungle gym, but a dome, okay? And so you can climb on it however you want, okay? We're going to think of our progress like that. So the goal is always is still to get to the top of that dome, all right? But sometimes we're going to go up, sometimes we'll go over, sometimes we're going to go down, okay? And then we'll go back up, and we'll go up again, and then we'll go over, and then down, all right? That is how our progress is in the long term, right? The longer the athletes play sports, that's what it looks like, all right? And so having that mindset shift kind of welcomes that 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 slump, if you will, right? Because it's an expected part of a playing experience and expect, an expected part of the career. 
right? That it's not just one step after another. It is going to look like this. It's going to be down a little bit and then you're going to shoot up. Okay. And so that, it really helps me even in my own progress to just shift our mindset about that a little bit. And then when we have that mindset, I know that this is easier said than done, but it helps us to stop caring so much about the slump, right? It becomes such a big thing in our minds because it's like, oh, how do I get out of this? And this is such a big problem. But honestly, if we look, if we zoom back at the big picture of our athlete's career, you know, this is, this is a blip in the radar, right? And this is actually what can catapult her up to the next level, all right? And, you know, bringing some lightness to it in that way and saying like, okay, well, this is where I'm at right now. I've been a slump, but I'm going to get out of it and it's going to be fine. This is part of a long-term process. You know, this isn't forever and this is an essential part of my growth as an athlete. You know, expecting it to be always up and up and up and up and up, you know, and never going back down or never plateauing is unrealistic. All right. So that's the first key is it's more of a mindset shift. Okay. That progress is not linear. All right. Realization number two, when we're in that slump, is realize that what you're doing now isn't working. Pretty simple mindset shift. But the reason why I bring this one up is a lot of times we don't think that it's what we're doing that's causing the slump or the problem that we're having. So typically, what we want to do is try harder or double down or just keep doing the same things over and over and over again. So the second key is a mindset shift. It's just accepting and realizing that what you're doing now isn't working. What you're doing now isn't getting you the results that you want. So being open to trying something new, right? I mean, honestly, what do you have to lose? If you're already playing badly and you're not enjoying what you're doing and you know, what do you have to lose? Why not try something different? And why not realize that what you're doing now isn't working? Now, this is sometimes hard, and I'll tell you why. It's kind of um, counterintuitive. It's sometimes hard for athletes because sometimes on an unconscious or a subconscious level, athletes actually like being in slumps. I know that sounds really crazy. Like, who would like that? But where that stems from is a place of comfort and a place of safety right? Because when we are in that place where we're not playing well and things aren't really going that well, we're sometimes comfortable, right? It's just those old limiting beliefs. Like, you know, it's not great, but I know what to expect and people don't expect much out of me. So that might be something to uncover if you're an athlete. Do you really want to get out of your slump? Okay. And if you do, then you need to accept and realize that what you're doing now isn't working. And you need to be open to trying something new to change. So the first one was a mindset shift. Progress is not linear. Second one is also a mindset shift that realize what you're doing now isn't working. Be open to something new. All right. The third one, I have two tips for you for this one. Okay. The third one is to break the cycle. And I'm going to give you two ways that we use in our programs and our coaching to break the cycle of poor play or, or playing slums. So the first one is visualizations. And the second one is breaking the negative self-talk loop. So a visualization, we do visualizations a lot. I've talked before about the power of visualizing success before you achieve it and all of that. Now, one small thing that is really effective as far as visualizations go for playing slumps, 
usually playing slump comes from like a specific scenario that an athlete is experiencing. Okay. Maybe they're, they're nervous about being at bat. Maybe they're nervous when they are set when it's game point or serving, or maybe they're getting nervous when they're on the free throw line or coming off the blocks and into the pool. There's usually like a specific scenario that's really hanging the athlete up and is causing more of the the poor play in other areas, right? So for the athlete, what you can do is you can really sit and identify what that scenario is and do what's called some scenario planning. So you identify what it is and then write in your journal for two minutes what usually happens, okay? And so maybe your athlete is nervous on the free throw line, all right? And can't, can't make a basket, you know, it, because she is experiencing these nerves. So what she would do is she would write out how she's feeling before that's happening, what usually happens. Hey, like she's feeling nervous. She tells herself that she's like, she doesn't want to mess up. Okay. And then I, you know, my heart is beating so fast. I'm so nervous. I don't want to miss this. And then I shoot and I miss. Okay. And that's usually what happens. So that's the old scenario. What the athlete then does is creates a new scenario. So she's going to write it out just like she did with the old one. So write out that new scenario. Hey, I'm up at the line for the free for my free throw. I tell myself that I am a consistent shooter. I bounce the ball three times. I take a deep breath. I see the ball going in. I shoot. I make the basket. Okay. So she literally just writes out what she wants to have happen. And then she closes her eyes for 30 seconds and she visualizes it. Okay. Super simple, super powerful, right? Because we know that our brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So if we can visualize that success happening before we do it, then when we get in those situations, we have more confidence because our brain and our body is saying, oh, I've been here before. I've been on the free throw line. I know what to do. I can have confidence knowing that when I go through this routine, it will work for me. Okay. So that's the first mini strategy that I would suggest for getting out of a playing slump is that scenario planning visualization that they can do. And that literally takes like five minutes. Okay. The second one is just identifying that negative self-talk. So usually what's happening is, especially when athletes are in playing slumps, that negative talk is running rampant, right? Typically it's thoughts of, I don't want to mess up. I suck. I'm terrible. Why am I even out here? I'm just going to have another bad game. It's like, you know, we normally have a lot of negative thoughts, but when athletes are not playing well, they're not feeling confident. Usually that negative self-talk is just dialed up a few notches. So to break that um, cycle, athletes are going to choose one true and positive statement that they can repeat to themselves. So when I say true and positive, I don't want necessarily athletes to say something that they feel like is untrue. So, you know, I am the best defender in the region. If they say that to themselves and they truly believe that and can and can see that and can stretch themselves to see that, then yeah, that's great. But they say that and then their play isn't, you know, backing that up and it's really just going to make it harder for the athlete to believe that and to actually embody that on the court. So something true might be, I'm a hard worker and I get everything I have when I step on the court, right? So something that's positive, something that's true, something that they can go to instead of that negative thought of, I hope I don't mess up because my teammates are going to hate me when I do, all right? So identifying that 
saying, that's not helpful. I'm going to replace it with, I'm a hard worker and I give my all every time I step on the court, right? So just finding some positive, true statement that they can use to replace those negative statements with as they pop up. And it can be simple, okay? I give my all every time I step on the court. I'm an energetic player, right? I bring energy to the field every time that I'm in. I'm a connected teammate. So things that are not, you know, not outrageous, but totally in their control, not negative, okay, that can kind of help refocus them. So the first thing to do when an athlete is in a playing slump is a mindset shift. So realizing that progress is not linear, all right? Usually it's like up, down, all over the place, and just taking a step back and seeing the wider view of that. The second one is another mindset shift. So realizing what you're doing isn't really working and be open to trying new things. And then the third one, would be those new things. So breaking the cycle with identifying negative self-talk and doing a little scenario planning, okay? All right, we've got a bonus strategy. Your bonus strategy is make sure that your athlete is investing in her mental training when she is not in a slump. So we've been talking about this myth that mental training is only for athletes who are struggling and that's the only time that we should be working on our mental training. And to be honest, a lot of people do come to me when they are struggling because they're realizing like, okay, I have a, a pain that I need to solve. That makes sense. But the the athletes who are able to work through their slumps faster are the ones who have invested mental training before they get to the point where they're so challenged that it's taking a while to get them out of their slump. So investing in mental training when your athlete is not in a slump. So maybe she's playing okay right now. Now would be the perfect time to really be honing in on her mental skills so that when she does hit a patch of rough times or difficulties, she has the skills already to work through it, all right? Investing in mental training when things are going well doesn't mean that your athlete won't enter into challenges, difficulties, playing slumps, you know, being benched, having a hard time connecting teammates. Like, all those things are going to still happen regardless, Right? But now your athlete is equipped with the skills to be able to work through them without having, you know, no experience at all. So that's what I would say as as a bonus. And the fact that you're here is evidence that you are invested in that. We'll be sharing some other opportunities in the next few weeks about how you can continue to support your athlete. So kind of wrapping up the three things, three main things. Remember the first two are mindsets. All right, realizing that our progress is not linear. We're, we're going up and down. And that's how that's how it's going to work out for us. The second mindset shift is realizing, okay, what we're doing isn't working. Just accepting that and trying something new. Being open to trying something new. The third one, breaking the cycle. So actually trying new things. Scenario planning and that negative self-talk, breaking the negative self-talk loop. And then the bonus strategy is investing in mental training when your athlete is actually playing okay. So that's how we can maintain high performance and high play and help your athletes work through those tough patches a little bit quicker. All right, everyone. Cheers. And I will see you soon.
I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.